Welcome to Vital Life Connection with Oren Rudolph. Discovering in Christ to love the life we live and learning how to live a life of love. I hope that already, just in the in the sessions we've already had with with you guys, you have learned some success principles. There's so many people out there that don't believe in themselves, don't believe that they can be successful. And I believe that there are certain principles we can follow, certain things that we can do that can set us up for success, get us ready for success. And I've got one of those people here today, David Susan, a great friend of mine and a very successful speaker and trainer. And he's going to be talking today about his book. And I'm going to let him tell you the name of the book. Last week, we finished off with just what was leading up to writing the book. But David, I'm going to hand over to you and we're going to talk a little bit about the book. You finished about there were three things that you had learned that separated people from being successful to just being mediocre, just being everyday to high performers. And it wasn't personality, as you mentioned uh, last week. You said some of them were pretty plain people. Pretty plain people. Uh, Yeah, you wouldn't expect, you know, you meet them walking down the street, you wouldn't even know. Many of these guys were in sales, right? Professional sales. You wouldn't know they were salespeople. Wow. They yeah. didn't. They didn't have a typical personality. You wouldn't know that they were millionaires. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. It was amazing. So, share with us, David. Uh, not only the name of the book, but uh, what it means. What are these principles? How does it tie into the name? Because if somebody just looked at the cover of your book and saw this and didn't understand the principles, it might take them aback. But that's what I love about it right. because it grows. It, it pulls them in immediately. What in the world yeah. is this guy writing about? All right. So, so last week when we spoke, I had shared with you that I I got to where I was through study and hard work and all this. But then I met all these other people who were real successful. And they didn't have the same background. They didn't do the same things I did, but they were even more successful than me. And after interviewing thousands and meeting and being in meetings with them and sales calls and studying, I realized that there were three core traits that the most successful people have. And the three core traits. Okay, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm sure you're on pins and needles, everybody. Ready? Yeah. They got balls. <laughs> I love it. They got balls. In fact, the name of the book is Balls, The Three <laughs> Secrets of Sales Success. <laughs> That's great. That is great. So the name of the book's Balls, and, and as you said, The Secrets of Sales Success. But I, And you're going to share some of these <clears throat> principles. But I'm sure that anybody who's reading it can take this also, besides selling, in, into any area of our lives correct. and any success, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. So really the, the three core areas that I broke it down to. Top performers have balls. Mm-hmm. They play balls to the wall and they don't drop balls. And let me, I'll briefly walk through right. and ask me questions if you want. But um, So number one, they have balls. And what I found is top performers have balls, meaning they're fearless. Mm-hmm. And... Fearless doesn't mean that they're out there pounding their chest. It's not like that kind of fearless. Right. But they're not afraid to ask tough questions. They're not afraid to take action. Yes. They're not afraid to make decisions. Yes. So fear doesn't hold them back from action. It yes. doesn't hold them back from decision making. They're fearless. Right. And so, especially in a sales role where, where I was working with these individuals, 
although they didn't have the great, sometimes the best skills, they didn't have fear holding them back from picking up a phone, asking an important question, moving a sale forward. They don't have fear in any decision making. Mm -hmm. So they're more decisive. So they tend to be better leaders. They right. tend to be better at everything in their personal life. Someone says to them, where should we go eat? They have a decision. Right. They're not like wishy-washy. They're not, I don't know. They're, that's what I mean by fearless. Right. So that's number one. Number two, they play balls to the wall. Mm -hmm. And what do I mean they play balls to the wall? Top performers tend to have a vision and a goal of being a top performer. Right. One of my favorite questions that I ask when I'm doing a sales training or a training is I'll have people write down, I'll say, beginning of the year, let's say it's January, February timeframe, please write down where you think you're going to finish, be ranked at the end of the year. The last time I did this, it was absolutely fascinating. When you go to the top performers, the people who are always top performers, guess right. what they write down? Run number one. That's right. Yes. They write down, I'm going to be number one. Well, where do you think the people who normally are not top performers write? <laughs> they write down, oh, maybe top 10%, top 50%. Right, right. But what you find is you can only work to the level of, that you expect of yourself. Mm. You will only That's perform good. to the level that you expect. Meaning, yes. if you think you can only be 50% in the top 50%, that's as hard as you work. Right. If you think you can be number one, you plan to be number one, you set a goal to be number one, you will actually work harder to maintain that. Yes. We see that in athletes. One of my favorite stories that I share is in the 2002 Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City, I saw two interviews, one with a local skier from Colorado right. who had just made the Olympic team and another interview with a gold medalist. The interview with the, the, interview with the skier from Colorado who had just made the team, the local newscaster said, hey, you just made the Olympic team. How do you think you're going to do in the Olympics? And his answer was, I don't know, but I'm just glad that I made the team. Right. And what struck what wow. struck me with that story is that was his goal. His goal was to make, make the, the team, team, and that's his, he worked to make the team. <laughs> now contrast that to a gold medal winner, Andre Amat, right. most decorated downhill skier ever. He's going into the final run of the downhill to win the gold. All he has to do is make it down the mountain, and he'll actually medal. Yeah. Okay. Just don't, just don't mess up. Just don't fall. Right. Skiing right. can be very treacherous. So I'm watching him go down the hill, balls to the wall. He is all out. I, I like ready to wipe out. And I'm watching him going, the guy's going to wipe out. He's going to have nothing. <laughs> and he goes all the way down. He, he ends up winning the gold with one of the fastest times of the day. And in the interview afterward, they said, why did you do that? Why did you risk everything? And he said, because I didn't come here just to get a medal. Yeah. Because I came to get the gold. Yeah, wow, yeah. So what That's you see great. is top performers play balls to the wall. They have the expectation and the goals of being number one, and they work, they perform, they practice at that level. Yes. So if you look at the top performers I've known, they set a goal of being number one. They right. say, I want, to be, I want to be number one. And then they do what it takes to get there. Whereas people who set a goal of being top 50%, what they do is they work to the level of to be top 50%. It is very difficult, other than luck, to say, I'm going to perform at this level and then exceed that level. Mm -hmm. We typically only will work to that level. So that's number two. Very good. And number three? 
Number three. So we got top performers have balls. Yeah. They play balls to the wall. And number three, what I learned, especially in sales, number three, they don't drop balls. And what do I mean by that? They don't forget what to do. They mm. don't drop the ball. They follow up. They do what they say they're going to do. Mm. They are their word. Um, so, for example, in sales, there was a study that showed that it takes, on average, 7 to 12 contacts to close a sale. Right. Here's the problem. Only 50% of salespeople will follow up a second time. Mm. Only 25% will follow up a third time and only 12% again. And it just continues to decrease, meaning they don't follow up. And if you look at sales, and I found this through interviews and from my own management experience and from looking, sales reps will say, well, I didn't, I, I forgot to call them. Right. Or um, I sent them a proposal, I'm waiting for them to call me. Meaning they're putting the ball in the other person's court. Right. Or they just can't manage multiple things to do at one time. They don't have a process. They don't have the memory. They... They just don't do it. And they drop the, it's, they, they lose by not showing up. Wow. You know, there's, there's a great quote. There's a great quote, something to the effect of, you know, what is it? Like 80% of success is just showing up. Right. Or something, something so, like that. Yeah, exactly. Right. And they're not showing up. <clears throat> no. They're not making the follow-up calls. They're not following up. And what I found is top performers are all over it. Mm. They, they, they say they're going to do it, they do it. They, they send a proposal, they remember to follow up. Yes. Now, in sales, it's, we can see the impact. But what about in our own lives? All uh -huh. three of these, it's our own lives. Mm -hmm. It's how you come across to your friends when they say, hey, where do you want to go eat? And you say, I don't know. They're wishy-washy. <laughs> well, yep. you're giving away power. Exactly. But when you're decisive, People start to follow you. They'll start right. to respect you more, even if you're wrong. Yes. Number two, right? Play balls to the wall, meaning you play to win. Mm -hmm. Play, perform at your best. Don't, you know, you have to do a presentation. Don't just skate your way through. Right. Step it up. And, and I interviewed this top performer. She was amazing. She's always been a top performer. And I said, why have you been so successful? Her answer to me, she says, I always go the extra mile. Mm -hmm. And then she paused. And she says to me, you know, the funny thing is, the extra mile is never a mile. It's a step. Right. I just do what everyone else does, but I just do a little bit more. Yes. I do what they do and a little bit more. I do what they do and a little bit more. And that's playing balls to the wall. Right. It's just going the extra mile. Yes. And then the last one, right? Not dropping balls. What, how's your integrity? How's your character? Right. Someone asks you to do something. Do you do it? Do you follow yes. through? What is your reputation? So when we talk about success, this isn't just sales. No. But after interviewing thousands of people, sure, there's a lot of stuff. You got to know your craft. You got to learn. You got to do. But at the end of the at the end of the game, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone, all all things being equal, the top performers they got balls. Right. I love it. I really do. And I want to dig into it a little bit more, not only just in the sales, and I know um, that is where it's focused on, but I think with these three uh, principles, we can really dig into a little bit of them in a future podcast. Uh, so that's what I want to do. So once again, thank you so much for uh, being with me today. And I am, I'm loving it. I've 
I have already got myself, I've already ordered the book and I'm going to read it from cover to cover because I can see in my own life where there's areas I've dropped the ball, where I've not had balls to the wall and I've definitely not... Don't well, drop balls, play balls to the wall, have balls. Oh yeah, and, I, and sometimes I've not had balls to do things. And I think both of us have experienced some of the areas in our own lives where we've you know, where fear can really play a part in stopping success in our lives. And and I'll encourage people if, you know, read the book, learn more about it, contact Absolutely. me if you have questions. It's called Balls, The Three Secrets of Sales Success. Yes, yes. And either on Amazon, go to my website, davidsusan.com, davidsuson.com, right. and you can learn more. Absolutely. And, and that's what I was going to say. Check it, check David out on, on uh, Amazon. And I'm sure that uh, I'm excited. He's He's been sharing with me all the ideas of new books that he's going to be writing. I'm, I'm really excited, but this is going to be a great one. So thanks, David. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Vital Life Connection with Oren Rudolph. For more information on other available teaching, please visit our website at orenrudolph.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash orenrudolph.com.